0: Before I dive into this week's episode, I just want to take a minute and share some sombering news that I learned yesterday. My editor for this podcast for the past 100 episodes has crossed over to the other side. His name was Sergio, and he was kind. He was so good at what he did. And although we had very minimal interaction back and forth for the editing, because he did such a good job. We've connected for the past four years, had a few phone calls. And what I know of him to be is joyful, positive, and just an all-around beautiful soul. So the questions I have of why his journey ended so soon, he was young, I'll never know. And his family won't know, his friends won't know those answers. But I do believe that He completed his purpose for being here, and it's a reminder for me and maybe a reminder for you that this life is so short, it's so brief. We never know when it's going to end, and that's not to scare you, but it's for you to recognize what matters and focus on that and remembering that this is really about loving yourself, loving each other, having fun. Appreciating what you have, and just knowing that every moment is precious, and we never know when it's going to be our last breath. So, just a moment of silence for Sergio. Thank you for that, and enjoy this week's episode. Even that thought, saying that to yourself, why can't I find happiness? Where is the happiness? It could be the very thing that's holding you back. Welcome to Connect Back In podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to Connect Back In. Hello and welcome to Connect Back In. It's Morgan King, your host. Thank you for being here today. I hope the title isn't too clickbaity, but aren't we all looking for more happiness in our lives? This episode really stems from the coaching room that I attend every week with Alan Cohen, who's a mentor of mine. It's a free Zoom coaching room. It's incredible. He offers so much support. And also by me listening, I always get the nugget that I need to hear, and it helps me with my coaching. So for those of you who don't know, I'm also a holistic life coach. I offer one-hour sessions. You can visit my website. I'm also a realtor. So my website is morgankingrealestate.com and you can click on coaching or you can find the link in my bio on Instagram or even in this podcast. I always put it in the show notes. Um, For those of you who might be looking for a little extra support, maybe you need a cheerleader in your life, you want to be redirected to identifying with the true you. The one who is already found, is already whole, enough, all of that. And that you're worthy now, not at some point in the future. We all need a little support from time to time. So, if you're looking for that, I would love to connect with you. Um, Also, on that front, I don't utilize this platform enough to share that because we just hit ten thousand downloads a couple of weeks ago. I forgot to mention it. We did. I did a little celebration dance myself. It's really been a goal of mine. In addition to just like still creating content that feels good, it was just kind of like this physical world goal, if you will, um, that I had set out for when I first started the podcast in 2019. And with that, we also have reached, uh, we have, what would the language, I didn't say that correctly, but forgive me, I... Listeners, there we go. Our reach of listeners has expanded to 32 different countries, which is really, really cool. So, if you're listening outside of the United States, I honor you for showing up. It's so freaking cool that you're here and that I'm able to share this message across that many different countries. It just goes to show how many of us are on this path and are looking for support to remind ourselves of what is the truth connecting back into who we really, really are. So that was a lot of information, just celebrating 10,000 downloads, 32 countries. I'm a holistic life coach there. Okay. So getting back to the episode, um, (laughs) I happiness, we, I was really inspired to record this episode after listening to my weekly coaching room with Alan Cohen, as I mentioned, this lady got on there and she's like, Sharing a bunch of information very authentically, very real. And then she says, I just want to be happy. Tell me, like, how do I get happy? And my ego loves this question. It is always looking for what is the miracle pill? What's the subscription? What is the thing I'm missing? That's the real, that's the thought in my mind when I hear that question is like, oh, okay, on the edge of my seat, what's the answer? Tell me, how can I be happy, right? That's why we're all doing all the things that we do all the time. In essence, the goal is inner peace, joy, happiness. And sometimes we're on the wrong path or we're looking for love in all the wrong places and we don't even realize it. And for me, once I heard his answers and responses, I was like, oh yeah, I know all that. And that it's a continuum. It's the yin and yang. It's the Buddha balance. It's going up, going down, highs and lows, just being a human being and enjoying this human experience and allowing ourselves to not feel happy sometimes and allowing ourselves to feel happy sometimes. And we all know the things. I guarantee if I asked you, if really put your hand in your heart, If you're slowing yourself down a little bit, taking a few deep breaths, and I said, what is it that makes you happy? What is the thing or the practices or whatever? I know everybody listening to this could come up with a few. However, when we're in the moment looking for that answer, we're not available for the response, right? You might be focused on the fact that your finances are low, your relationship's crap, your health is crap. Um, Maybe you don't have as many clients as you want to have, whatever it is, right? We're just focused on the thing in our life that isn't working. We're giving it our energy and our power and trying to find the answer to how do I get happy? And when you're staring at the problem with that brain, with that mindset, identifying with the problem, right, which is where we're focused, It's really challenging to come up with a solution. So if you clicked on this today, maybe you're just a listener, which is great. Thank you so much for being here. It really, really means a lot to me. And if you're clicking on it because you're like, I feel like shit and I want to feel happy, hopefully you can get a nugget from here, but maybe not in this moment. And that's okay, too. I know for myself, when I'm feeling down, I tend to really strive to find the answer even though i'm in the mindset that created the problem i'm not open to miracles i'm just trying to anxious energy my way to finding what is the nugget that i'm not missing especially for myself cuz if you don't already know i am obsessed with this stuff i listen to tons of spiritual metaphysical youtubes and i read books and i do coaching and but on retreats and all the things, right? But deep down, I know that I don't actually need all that. I give my power away to those things, not in a bad way, because it makes me feel good. And that's okay. I'm a human. I, I want the physical thing, the the experience, if you will, to say... It's okay that I remind myself of what I already know. And when you feel that connection, that resonance with something either I say or you hear somewhere else, it's only because it's a recognition of what you already know. You cannot get anything from listening to this or anything else if you don't already have it within you. That's why I've coached hundreds of people, hundreds, and only so many receive the information and experience the shifts. And that's totally fine. We're all exactly where we should be. We're all on the exact path that is meant for us. And determining it is right or wrong is where we get hung up and that it's not happening soon enough or whatever. Like it always shows up perfectly on time and even for myself, like, I'm only able to record this episode because I've experienced unhappiness, didn't understand why, listened to it, did all the things, you know, and it just wasn't working, wasn't landing. And then I'm out of it. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling happy. And I'm able to recognize, OK, I'm not the only one who experiences this. Now I can establish this process for how I got to where I am in hindsight, right? Hindsight's always 2020. 20. We're always able to connect the dots backwards. And let me just share this in case it can resonate with you, bring you more joy, more peace, more happiness. Like I always say in all of my episodes, or if I don't, a reminder, take what you want and leave the rest. If a nugget of this can help you, great. If it can't, that's fine too. Okay, so how I feel as though I've got to where I was, let me give you a little backstory. So when I listened to this Coachy and he was like, Or the gal on the coaching room said, How do I find happiness? Right. And I'm sitting on the edge of my seat. I was in a space of anxious doing. And this is a repeated pattern for me. I should watch my language when I say that, but it is what it is, at least in this moment in my life. It's something that comes up a lot because I'm a person who has experienced the belief that life must be a struggle, it must be challenging, it must be hard. I think good things can't come easy, yada, yada, right? So I default back to doing. And here is my number one step for happiness. I feel like if you just do this one thing, you will find some relief, um, some peace within your life, which ultimately will bring that joy and happiness that we're all looking for. Now, it's easier said than done, but doing less And having boundaries against society's demands. So let me explain this a little bit more. Even if you hear doing less and you're like, oh, I can't. You don't understand. I'm so busy. I have work. I have friends. I have family. I have my partner. I have to work out and eat healthy, go grocery shopping, clean my house, right? The list goes on and on of our life demands. But as I always say, you will never get it done. The to-do list will always remain. There will always be something on there that hasn't been completed, right? So if there's no sigh of relief at the end of the to-do list, why rush through it? overbook yourself, become overwhelmed, and then completely hate the process and journey of life, right? I've said that many times before. But for me, at least, I feel like there's this expectation that I'm supposed to be doing all these things. And then when more demands of life come along, I'm just supposed to add it to my plate. Supposed to, right? I'm air quoting this right now, although you can't see me. Um, There is no supposed to. We are determining and discerning what it is that we're going to allow into our world what we're going to say yes to what we're going to add to our calendar and it can be overwhelming not only to have a busy schedule but to also regulate the schedule i feel like this is the most challenging thing for me time and time again is i know i enjoy slow living that is when i show up as my best self when my to-do list is lean When I focus on filling up my own personal cup so that I can then give to others, because I really believe that whatever you put out, you get back. And so if I'm calm, I'm centered, I'm respectful of my time, I do things and prioritize things that fill me up, my world reflects that. And it appears to me that I kind of go in and out of this, which is fine. This is part of the human experience. I catch myself sooner and sooner and quicker and quicker each time. And I don't stay there as long as I used to. So there's definitely been improvement. But what this actually looks like, for those of you who might be like doing less, like you don't understand, right? That's what I said first is like, that was always my thought process. Whenever I'd hear someone like, oh, slow down, do less. I was like, you don't get it. And so then I would add on more processes to my existing load of things that I deemed as priority or important in my life. So my work, my health, my family. And then I would add in these spiritual practices. And I was coming from the wrong foundation. I was coming from the foundation of, I don't feel good enough right now. I need to fix myself. And when you come from the wrong intention, you really don't achieve the result that you're looking for. So what this looked like for me was really scrubbing down and figuring out What's important to me? And once I discovered that living slowly is very important to me, I made it a non-negotiable. And yes, I fall back into the patterns and that's fine, but it is a priority for me. And so when I wake up or when I schedule myself for the week, whatever it is, I really look at the true timing something takes. So I used to not account for when I would book my schedule, eating, showering, Like brushing my teeth, talking to friends and family, um, making sure I had food, cooking the food, cleaning up the food, right? Like all the little things that make up time throughout the day. So we kind of cast those aside, add that into multitasking. I'm like, okay, I'll eat while I'm on this call with a client or whatever, right? And what the day ended up looking like was just moving from task to task, rapid fire, not focused on what I was doing. So I'd make errors and mistakes. And at the end of the day, I'd be exhausted and just be like, what was the point? Like, why did I even live today? Just to get things done or achieve. And so really what stems from this, if you're recognizing this as, hey, this is something that I do. I burn myself out, whatever. That's okay. That's great. Awareness is the first step. But then what's the underlying belief that drives this behavior? Is it that I'm only worthy and enough, or whole if I achieve. Um, I need to work hard to make money. Um, you must be a hard worker if you're a like good person. Whatever it is, if any of those resonated, great. If they didn't, maybe dive deep and think about, why do I do this? Because in the end, if you know it's not serving you, it's likely just a pattern that you've learned by watching someone else or being raised by someone in your family or being told that that's the way it's done, right? And that belief is malleable, just like all beliefs are. They're just thoughts that we keep on thinking. So how can I reframe and see myself as someone that can really create boundaries in their life to allow more space to be able to enjoy the day-to-day so that you can bring in more peace and joy into your life. This is my number one thing. And where I was able to recognize this is this past weekend for Father's Day. Um, I'm kind of stamping this episode, but it's all relevant. We can be happy at any time. It doesn't have to just be in June. <laughs> um, but for Father's Day, I went up to Temecula with some friends. And we stayed at a beautiful house that had a pool and a hot tub off of a vineyard Like you saw the mountains in the background. It was 85 and sunny. We just ate delicious food and hung out all weekend, very mellow, even though my son didn't sleep a lot. um, It was still really relaxing and I allowed myself to not really work. So I was able to just relax and be and reset fully because, as I mentioned before, I was really busy with work. Like leading up to this trip, um, busy with life, adding a lot of things, not having boundaries with my schedule. And so then, when I would get a facial or a massage or go to my chiropractor, all the things that really helped fill me up, they weren't packing as much of a punch because I was so wound up, so tightly wound that they weren't giving me the reprieve that I was looking for. I needed something much bigger because I'd wound myself so high up. And now I'm reset, I'm back, and I'm recognizing, okay. I need to really own my schedule, not give my power away to anything else, because you don't have to do anything. I know your brain tells you that, but that part of your brain, that inner critic, isn't ever going to allow you to be happy anyways. So they might tell you, oh, if you don't work with that client, you're never going to make the money, and then you're never going to do these things. I promise you, the slower you go, the more mindful you are, the more connected you are, things and opportunities and people just show up magically. And you're also able to enjoy your one and only precious life that you never get again, right? We never get today. We never get this moment ever again. And it's not to put pressure on it and make it be the best day ever every single day. But it is about creating an intention to do the best that you can in the moment that you're in. And that really starts with creating boundaries with your schedule and not allowing society's demands to dictate how your day looks, and maybe this is different for you. Maybe you're like, you know what? I really love and enjoy being super, super busy. I don't know anyone who's ever said that, but maybe that's you <laughs> and you're coming from a good place. You're not just trying to like avoid feeling or avoid being still with yourself, right? That's most likely where it's coming from. And I can totally relate, I understand. But I think setting the intention and then looking for ways in which you can support yourself with your schedule, okay? And society's demands, I, one more touch on that. Um, I think- one thing that comes to mind for me is like having a baby, right? There's a whole another workload that comes with that. And it's joyful. It's great. But it's also work and it's time and it's resources. And if you just add that into your existing schedule and not making space for it, it's impossible to really fully show up in all the areas of your life. So there's a give and take. And it really is about prioritizing what is best for you, not what's best for someone who's a a quote unquote good mom, what that looks like, or a good wife or a successful person. I'm doing a lot of air quoting right now. I'm physically doing it. You can't see me. I love air quotes. But basically saying that your own description of what it looks like is your own description. No one else needs to approve of this. Not me, not your partner, Nobody. It just needs to support you so that you can show up as your best self and then ultimately create the life that you desire and that you want. And so, discerning this and figuring it out is step one. Okay. Um, another piece of this, since we're talking about happiness right now, is whenever you're not feeling happy, like I mentioned, it's likely, likely because you are focused on something in your life that is challenging. And it can be really hard. Let's say someone's passing away or you've been diagnosed with an illness or you're filing for bankruptcy, whatever, something really tough. It can be hard to not focus on those things. And so something a little tidbit before I go on to the second step here that I want to share that is like a mantra of mine that have been really supportive to me when I'm going through a very challenging time is not only allowing myself to process it however I need to, whether that looks like crying or just kind of quitting life for a while or whatever. But one thing is the thought that the type of strong it takes to remain peaceful within myself, no matter what is going on outside of me, is the type of power I want to hold. Meaning I can have any adversity happen to me in my life and I can still hold the peace within myself. That's how powerful I am. And we all have that power. It's just that we give it away to circumstances sometimes and that's okay, it's fine, it's challenging. But knowing that you are strong enough to withstand anything that comes your way and knowing you can hold the peace and hold the focus wherever you want to, no matter what the circumstance is outside of you. Because again, wherever you focus, you create more of, that becomes your life. I've said this many times, but 2% of your life isn't working and 98% of it is. If you're focused on the 2%, then 100% of your life isn't working. We all have things in our life that are working. And so the second piece of it is really about the power of your focus. So if you're feeling crummy and unhappy right now, first thing is writing a list of the things in your life that are going well right now. I guarantee you there's at least five. That you have a phone and service on your phone or you have a computer and you're able to listen to this podcast, you've attracted a message like this that you are hold the power to resonate with and connect with your breathing. You're alive. Um, Maybe where you are, the sun is shining. Maybe you're able to eat healthy food, drink healthy water, get rest at night. Um, You have a great friendship, a great partnership. You have a roof over your head, whatever it is, at least five, the longer you can go, the better. Because what this does is it helps you climb the emotional guidance scale. Abraham Hicks talks about this a lot. Um, I've talked about them before. Their book, Ask and It Is Given is phenomenal. It has direct practices for how to get yourself from feeling crummy to feeling good because it's challenging to go from all the way at the bottom to all the way at the top. But doing practices simple as this, just thinking of, things that are going well for you in your life right now. That's the first step, or excuse me, it's actually the second step in this podcast, at least. You could start there if you want. If you're like, screw the boundaries, I'm terrible with my schedule, I can't say no, then maybe start here. It's okay. At least you're acknowledging it and you're aware of it, right? So the second piece of this is going to be shifting then where you're focusing in your life. So if all the things aren't working in your reality right now, where can you shift your focus to what is working? Something that works extremely well for me, for you parents out there, even if my kid is being a total like curmudgeon, like crying and not sleeping and all of that, I've never been so grateful for anything in my entire life. I'm so happy to be a mom. It's my go-to guarantee. I know it's going to make me feel good if I think about the fact that I'm Liam's mom. That's my son's name. So do you have a go-to in your life that you can shift your focus on that will make you feel instantly better? Maybe it's a memory. Maybe it is an upcoming experience. Maybe you're going to be going on a trip. Maybe there's a goal that you've achieved that you've always wanted. Whatever it is, thinking about it in as much detail as possible will help shift your focus to the energy, to the frequency of that very thing. So for me, with my example, with my son, with Liam, whenever I think about him, I think about dreams coming true. I think about always being supported. I think about the fact that I wanted him 10 years ago, and I'm so grateful he showed up when he did. It was perfect timing. My timing was not right. The timing of the universe was right, and it always is right. And using that as an example also can help lift you out of whatever you're out of. So finding an example of something that will bring up your energy that you can focus on is kind of this two part, if you will, of number two. So the number three, and this is probably this is the last one, and it's the biggest one throughout all of any self-discovery that you're doing is having immense trust and then having compassion for yourself throughout the process. Because a big thing for me, and you might resonate with this, that makes me feel unhappy is I tell myself I haven't figured it out yet. Why, after doing all these things and knowing all that I know, how can I still feel like crap? How can I still feel lack? How can I still not attract the things I want in my life? And that is the journey, man. That is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. That makes you a human being. Welcome to the club. And it makes you someone that is always going to continue growing and learning and expanding. If you reach the top and there's no growth to be had, it would honestly be so boring. You would hate it. If only we could experience that for a fragment of time, we would be like, throw in the towel immediately and say, I will take the good and bad over and over again. Pleasantville is black and white. We want color in our lives. And that comes through the contrast. That comes through experiencing the darkness and trusting that at some point it won't last forever. At some point you will come out on the other side Maybe from listening to this podcast, shifting your focus, writing a list of things that are going well for you, creating more boundaries in your life so you can have more space, whatever that might look like, at the end of the day, you know deep within, no matter how bad you're feeling right now, that it's not going to last forever. And having compassion with yourself and saying, it's okay that I feel this way. It's all right. Morgan's saying she feels this way too sometimes. And I coach people on how to not feel this way. (laughs) But how lame would I be if I never experienced this? I wouldn't have any context to what you're saying. I go through what I go through because I attract the very clients that are going through the exact same thing. And I can speak to it directly. I'm like, hey, I know exactly what you're going through. I promise you. Like someone who's experiencing grief of a loved one or who has gone through a divorce or shifting careers, or whatever, right? The list goes on and on. And just because you might not be on a platform that you have a podcast or you're a a certified life coach doesn't mean that your experiences aren't going to be valuable for maybe your kids or a friend or someone who just needs somebody to listen to, to listen to them. So in summary... Finding happiness, the keys, is holding your power and having boundaries on your time and your schedule. The only resource you don't get back so that you can create space in your day to fill up your cup so that you're able to show up as your best self for your life so you can have the best time that you can in the moment. And if you're not, that's fine too. (laughs) Number two, writing out the things that are going well part 2 of number 2 shifting your focus onto either one of those things that you wrote down or past memory or upcoming thing or something that is going well for you in your life that fills you up that makes you feel good and then the third thing is reminding yourself to have trust to hold the belief that this is only temporary having the faith that happiness is just around the corner it's a choice It's just a shift in perception that's available to you. And if it's not coming, that's okay. And having compassion for yourself that, man, I've just been unhappy. Even that thought, saying that to yourself, why can't I find happiness? Where is the happiness? It could be the very thing that's holding you back from receiving the happiness. Just that one little shift. Maybe it's here right now in this very moment, no matter what's going on in your life. What a miracle to experience a shift like that. It's happened to me, can happen to you. So thank you as always for listening to me speak. If you felt something today, please write a review or rate the podcast, maybe share with a friend. I love hearing feedback on how this may have supported you. And know that you are worthy of happiness right now in this moment until next time did you enjoy this episode if you did then head on over to itunes to subscribe rate and review this podcast we sincerely appreciate your feedback stay tuned for another episode of connect back in and thank you for listening